This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show on Talk Radio. AM640. If you're not one of the 13,800 people who have viewed a video on the Lake Ontario Waterkeeper Project's Facebook page, which was uploaded by a gentleman named Mark Matt Matson, uh, then... I I think you should find out exactly what the video contained, and that's why I've invited Mark to be on the show right now. Mark, I really appreciate you being here. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Kelly. Hey, Mark, so first off the top, let's uh, educate everybody, including myself here, what exactly is the Lake Ontario Waterkeeper Project? Well, Lake Ontario Waterkeeper is a charity. I'm a lawyer. I've been doing this now for 15 years full-time, and I, I enforce environmental laws on the lake. I look after Lake Ontario, and I work with other waterkeepers across Canada to ensure swimmable, drinkable, fishable water. That's our vision, and that's what I do full-time. And did you grow up near uh, the water? What struck this passion? Um, yeah, I grew up on Wolf Island, which is a little island across from Kingston. Yeah, I know um, well. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I was a lawyer. I was a criminal lawyer. I was working out of the penitentiaries quite frequently. I started here in Toronto doing regulatory work, um, energy, et cetera, in some environment, but... You know, over time, I started seeing the lake deteriorate, and um, I just felt a certain passion that I'd use my voice to try and keep the water so that we could fish in it, and uh, it was recreation for the kids and people around the area, and that protect our drinking water. And I, and so I started doing this, you know, full time in 2001, along with Kristen Tully, who's our vice president, and we've built, you know, a, a long record of, of you know, great work. We've enforced a lot of rules. We've had a lot of changes, billions of dollars in restoration little bits of money and it's it's really um it's been a meaningful um part of my life over the last decade or so so i really i really love it over your time with uh, lake ontario's waterkeeper project uh, what have you seen as far as the health of the lake goes uh, as far as improvement improvement well you know i think if there's has been improvement it has come as a result of people's connection again to the lake recognizing you know as they look at drought in the u.s for example they're recognizing that they live beside the greatest freshwater resource in the world, and that's why they have clean drinking water. That's why they have a place, you know, freshwater is so important for fisheries. It's, it's um, boating, sailing, paddling, and, and we're, we're here in Toronto. We live in the freshwater capital of the world. Um, we're larger than Chicago. We're the biggest city on the Great Lakes, and 20% of the world's surface freshwater is around us. We have nine rivers running through the city. So I've seen that connection, and as a result of that, I, you know, I really see there's a big pushback on government to start looking after the lakes better, stop taking them for granted, stop putting sewage and uh, into the water and closing off the beaches and closing off the waterfront from the community. And, and that's important because here in Toronto, for example, Kelly, we only have 3% of Toronto's waterfront is actually monitored and fit for recreational water use. That means 97% is considered unfit for recreational wow. water use, and that has to change. Yeah, that, we talk, we hear a lot about the blue flag beaches, right? Yeah. And, and that you can swim in Lake Ontario. What a miracle. Well, that's only in about, you know, three or four kilometers of our waterfront, and, and we're up to around 134 kilometers if you add the bays and the, and the 44 kilometers straight across the waterfront, but the bays and the islands, et cetera. And so it's 3%, and I think we've got to change that, and we've got to increase that if we hope to build the next generation of kids here in Toronto who actually appreciate and love and aren't afraid of Lake Ontario. So, uh, and you know, that was, you know, growing up, I, I grew up here in Toronto and then I grew up for a while in Kingston and mm-hmm. we swam all the time in Lake Ontario and Kingston. And then we came to Toronto and it's like, uh, don't dip your toe in there, kids. You know, you'd yeah. be at Ontario places like, ah, stay away from the water. But I want to talk about what happened on Friday because right. uh, it's a subject of a video that's been viewed over 13,000 times. Right. And it's, uh, it's quite frankly, 
terrifying. So can you describe the incident and what you filmed and, and what came of that? Yeah, sure. Well, I, I'm bringing the Lake Ontario Waterkeeper um, boat, in fact, here to Toronto for the next two weeks. And so I was coming up from Wolf Island. I just spent seven hours on the lake. And, you know, it was beautiful. It was hot. And we were swimming. And I got to Toronto and I was talking to um, Brett, who, who has a video. And I was talking to him about how much things have changed in Toronto. We went to Bluffers Bar- Park Beach. We went swimming. And then we just pulled off um, out in front of Ashbridge's Bay and saw this huge mat of, like, you know, algae, et cetera. And I was just going to go through it like anyone else would. And then we saw that there was, uh, you know, floatables in it. And floatables, if you've worked in sewage, you know, condoms, um, tampon applicators, wet naps. These are the things that people flush down their toilet and then end up floating when they get in the lake. Which shouldn't be flushed down the toilet, by the way. All of those things are not a good idea to flush especially in a city if they have bypasses or overflows. And so this stuff was all floating, and it, and it wasn't just a little bit like it would have come out of a boat. It was, you know, a couple kilometers long, and I noticed that there were, you know, hundreds and thousands of these little pieces everywhere. And so we started, we filmed it, and we picked some up, and we called the Spills Bill, Ministry of Environment Spills Line, and they said what they always say, which is that, do you know who did it? And I'm thinking, well, I'm in front of the stream plant. I don't know, but, well, if you don't know who did it in Ontario... Believe it or not, environmental police don't um, investigate and respond to environmental calls of pollution because the, the rule is that you have to tell them who did it in order for them to respond. So You've got no, to be no, kidding. No, so wait a minute. No. You have to be out there and watch the, uh, the actual incident occur so that you can report it. Yeah, you have to know everything. That's why as a lawyer, I mean, I've put together cases about private prosecutions, but I've been arguing for decades here in Ontario. How the hell as a public? Supposed to know who did this. If you call someone breaks into your house, the police come out and figure out who did it. Sure. When it comes to environmental pollution, no, they want to know who did it so that they can call the polluter and tell them, hey, someone's watching you and you should get out there and do something about it. Just to punch. So, yeah. 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 And, and, you know, and the other thing about that that's crazy mm-hmm. is that no one came out to clean it up. Um, you so, know, did you guys, you guys collected how many condoms, would you say? Uh, you know, we just picked up a dozen. Oh, they, but up, just, you know, you had to leave some there, right? Oh, they were everywhere. We, oh we weren't even, we didn't have, I was using a, you know, an old paddle to try and pick them out of the water. I didn't have nets. And so we were doing it and I called them up and I tried to get someone to come out and clean it up before this floated up on someone's shore. Um, and usually I'll tell you, Kelly, usually I don't like to talk about the negativity on the lake because I'm trying to pause, you know, get people to connect and love the lake. And there's a lot of great things about Lake Ontario and there's a lot of great beaches. But I just felt I was so angry about this particular incident that we did videotape it and we posted it. Um, It's on our Facebook um, page. And, um, yeah, and there's been a lot of response to it. And people are grossed out by it. Yeah, it's a horrible thing. It's uh, Honestly, I was completely alarmed by it. Uh, A spokesperson for, his name is Randell Meyer. He -hmm. said that there could be a number of reasons that the large amount of debris was in the water, including boats illegally discharging their wastewater Mm -hmm. into the lake. You've been on the lake for ages. You've been working on Lake Ontario. Do do you buy that? Mm, No, but I'm not surprised. They always say that. We can't prove who did it. Deny, diminish, deflect, and applaud, you know, and that's Unless you have police, unless you have investigations and you get out there and nail it down, anybody can just make up any excuse. I mean, they know that's not from a boat. Um, you know, it's a couple kilometers wide. Um, they know that those are the things that get flushed down to the sanitary sewers of the city. Um, but, you know, it's plausible deniability. And it really bums me out because it shows a lack of respect for the lake and a relax, lack of respect for our environmental laws and policies. So I didn't, I'm not surprised by it, but, you know, I've heard it a thousand times before. But, 
it's frustrating because there's little we can do about it. So what we're asking people to do is when they do see pollution on the lake now, make sure they call us or make sure they call the ministry and let us know they call the ministry. And we're going to be here over the next two weeks doing sampling, yep. um, seeing what's going on. We're going to do our best to try and figure out, you know, just how bad is the rest of Lake Ontario's waterfront in front of Toronto? Would you swim in front monitored? of, on our Toronto uh, waterfront? Yeah, I mean, you know, I was swimming off the shoreline the whole time. and Before you great... saw the mass, though. Yeah, well, I saw the mass. I actually went out another kilometer in the lake. <laughs> um, you know, Lake Ontario is beautiful and it's so clean. You just got to get away from the shores. But that's where most of the people connect with the beaches and the water in Toronto or at yeah. the shores. So, you know, I, my advice is to go to the islands. They're as far away from Toronto's um, outfalls as possible. Obviously, Woodbine Beach is a beautiful beach. And Bluffers Beach is something we worked on years ago. And I was just there the other day, and it was spectacular. And there were huge Chinook salmon swimming around, and the water was as clean as you've ever seen. You're kidding. Chinook beautiful. salmon in Lake Ontario. Yeah. Wow. I mean, they come up and off those uh, off the ledges there in the sandbars, and um, and they're not the carp, which other people think. I know the difference. But they'll come up in there, and they'll swim. And it is really beautiful. Um, the Bluffers Beach is, is, you know, it's, it's, it's a precious asset for Toronto. And I'm glad to see that it's um, open. We also have what's called swim guides www.theswimguide.ca and or org and we actually monitor 7,000 beaches across North America including Toronto's beaches and all the beaches on Lake Ontario and we update them every morning as to whether they're swimmable or not so you can find information including the chart for the last year what days it was open and closed and you can get a good idea of what water the water quality is off these public parks and beaches so when you take your family you can be assured that um, you're not going to get sick. Well, Mark, I really appreciate you joining us. President of Lake Ontario Waterkeeper, I really expected a more, you know, after watching that video, a dismal conversation with you. But it is kind of hopeful. And if everybody does their part. So your website is waterkeeper.ca. You might want to throw that in your phone. If you see anything by the lake, uh, go online. All the ways to to get involved and also connect with Mark and uh, the great people that are doing great work for our Great Lakes is there. Can I say great any more times? Yeah, well, they are great lakes, so let's great. make them great again. Thank great you. talking to you, Mark. Okay, bye. Have a good afternoon. The AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live. Weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.